Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. This is the High Impact Series. Man, I just got off of a very intense conversation with Sam Knickerbocker that if you haven't listened to yet, you, need to, you definitely need to check it out. Uh, we dive into some amazing things about mindset, about money, about leaving a legacy, about the different aspects and paradigms that you can have. It was fun talking, man. But this is the High Impact Series. And so in this, I'm going to ask the one big question. And with this, we're going to say it, we're going to find something that's going to be actionable and something that you can take away and go be a money talker with your kids. Go have an impact with them. Take your headphones off and go in the other room and talk to them about this subject after you learn about it. And by doing this, you're not only going to change their financial trajectory because it takes very little to do that because they have a lot of time, but it gives you a reason to go start that relationship with them so that when you have these conversations, they know that they can talk to you about money. And as their problems and opportunities get bigger and bigger in life and the money talks need to be bigger and bigger, you're there in their corner and they'll come to you so that you guys have that as a legacy coming down through your future. So Sam, are you ready? Totally ready. Let's go. Awesome, man. So here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? So the, the biggest thing for me specifically in this area is the understanding that I can create money. A lot of people think they need, there's a limited money supply and I need to go out there and just take um, my portion of it, right? That's a lot of people's belief. But if you can go and say, begin a conversation with your children of how can we go create money? Now there's a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And in the beginning of this book, I love it. He, he, they're wondering how they can create money, these two little kids. And so they go start met, melting down um toothpaste tubes isn't it yeah, toothpaste tubes and they start <laughs> minting their own nickels they start creating their own nickels and their dad catches them and say hey that is that is uh, counterfeiting that's illegal right um but there's legal ways to do that and so what i what i would do is have the conversation what's a legal way to create money right and an illegal way to create money is to create something of value maybe it's um you go buy a bunch of candy you, you get your five dollars of allowance you go buy a package of candy and you go sell it at school for, for a profit, right? Find out how much it costs for each bar and sell it for a profit. But start thinking of ways that you can create value for somebody else and, and that in turn creates money. Um, that's, I think the biggest thing that I misunderstood a long time is that, oh, there's only so much money. But if, if and then the, here's the other thing, if for whatever reason you, you are struggling to create actual dollars, then you can create your own currency. So I did this with, my parents did this, right? If we did, did, had good behavior, then we got five beans. And if we were bad, then we'd get one bean taken out for every time we had to be, uh, we got in trouble. And then once that bean jar was full, then we got whatever it is that we wanted, a date or go out to dinner or whatever. But that's your, you are creating your own currency. And it's the best way to really grasp how actual money works because that's all that's happened is they've created, the government's created a currency and we use that just like you can create a currency in your house. And if you start doing that, then they're going to gain that understanding of, okay, it costs this many beans or this many poker chips or whatever to get this result. Um, and I want that. So how do I create more of these? And then what's cool, especially if you're a parent, is they start coming up with, hey, can I do this for you? Can I wash the dishes? Can I vacuum the floor to earn a little bit more? And, and so one, you get a little helper. <laughs> who's excited about helping. So that's a win. But, but two, it, and more importantly, is you're teaching them to be curious, to think of ways to serve and to bless and to create value in whatever their economy is, rather than to wait to be 
acted upon, you're teaching them to act and be creative. And that's what shifted my mind is I used to work with a bunch of lower value clients per se, um, because I thought that's all I could do. Then I started thinking, well, what's a bigger problem I can solve? If I can solve a bigger problem, then I get more income for it. So what are bigger problems that I can solve for people to make more money? And it's, it's really just that shifting of mindset into how can I create more value? And if I can create more value, then I'm going to get more in return. I think that's the biggest thing that needs to be taught and, and changed my life the most uh, from an income perspective is understanding what I could create. You know, um, it's pretty crazy because I, so I think a lot of that limiting belief is because we don't, I think we have a hard time realizing the size of the world and let's just call it about the size of the U S right. Sure. We're talking 330 million people and people say, Oh, well, you know, that's, it, it's an, think about how many people live in your city. So there's 60 something thousand in my city and a couple two, 300,000 in our County. Right. And so like, how many times do I run into the same person every day? Never. Right. And so when you take that on a scale from 60,000, to 330 million, the pot is so big, right? So when we talk about like, you know, a limited amount of money, it's because I think we're putting like a, a cage around what we're thinking about on the amount of people there are to solve problems for, right? <laughs> and so they yeah. say, oh, you pick a niche, you know, you pick a niche and you say, oh, well, you know, are there enough people, I don't know, school teachers that wanna stop smoking, right? Like what an odd thing to say, hey, that's what my program's gonna be. I guarantee you there are enough teachers that find enough value to do that, that you could make a living out of picking that subject. Whatever the subject is, whatever your passion is, and you hear people say, follow your passions. I love the idea of following a passion on a side hustle first to see if you can make it a business and you really actually have a passion for it, you know, as opposed to just walking and saying, oh, I'm quitting my job and I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm gonna go do this until I figure out how to do it. Um, but I think that like people don't realize we have printed more money this year than we did the previous 200 years, right? Where is all that cash? It's all over the place, right? It's in, it's in treasury bills. It's in, you know, it's in businesses. It's in, and it's not like somebody's getting all of it. You know, it's not like somebody's going to, you know, we talk about these $1,200 checks that went out, which I thought was amazing because had we just cut the amount of money that we borrowed the $2.4 trillion, every single American in the country would have got $6,000 unqualified or anything. Right. And then we got 1200 and people were like, wow, that was amazing. Well, where, where's the other 4,800 per household? Right. So you got household of four, you had 25,000 bucks, basically, you know, instead of, instead of, you know, a lot of the households got 4,800 bucks. So that money is out there. And if you can find a way to create the value for it, it attracts that money to it. Yep. You know, I think that's a big belief too, is that you have to go get it. You know, a lot of times if you build the, the solutions and you think about the problems and think about the way you're going to bring value, it, it can attract money to you um, in, in that kind of context, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you think like to become a millionaire and you've done this multiple times, but to become a millionaire, this, this is all it takes. Like people think, oh, it's such a big number. Well, it's going to get a lot smaller here in a bit because of inflation, but um, <laughs> A millionaire, you just got to figure out what could I offer somebody that is, that they would pay me a thousand dollars for. Like what, what could I offer somebody that they would pay me a thousand dollars for? And you just have to go do that a thousand times and you're a millionaire. And you only, so what basically you only need a thousand people to believe in you out of 
just in America, 316 some odd million people, you need 1000 of them to believe in you. Like that's not that big of a task. It's just like, okay, I need to create one thing of value and I need to be able to sell that to a thousand people. I'm a millionaire. And I would even challenge under that is how long do you have to do it? So if you said I got five years to do this, right? You really only need 200 people a year. Mm-hmm. At that point, you really need what? Like uh, 18 a month or so, somewhere in that. I mean, uh, not even there. Oh man, it's not even that much. It's uh, 17 a month. Yeah. So I got to find four people a week that find yep. what I have for a thousand dollar value. And in five years, I could create a million dollars. Yep. And, and that's, the, that's the beauty of it. It's like you created this and that's creating value. And you just yeah. created a million dollars. And how much, so, and how much value do you bring and how, and how much do you impact the people's lives of those thousand people? Right. Yeah. So if are you, are you helping them to create $10,000 annually, you know, in their business? Like, could you find a solution to help them out to do that or find $10,000 a year? Like I would gladly trade you a thousand for 10 any day of the week. Well, Anybody's listening, call me up. I'll trade you all day long. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> So it's, and that's where the value piece comes that you build to like how, what you can share and provide, because once you figure out how to create $10,000 worth of value for somebody, you've got someone that will give you a thousand dollars to do it. Yeah. I, I had a client, uh, again, last, last week sitting down with them and I was like, look, a bookkeeper, it'll cost you like 300 bucks a month for a bookkeeper. He's like, I don't want to pay 300 bucks a month. I'm like, dude, right now, this is your income. This is your stated, like the expenses that you know what's going on. There's a $3,800 difference, which means your lack of understanding of where your money is, is costing you $3,800 a month. And you're unwilling to pay somebody $300 to get back $3,400 or $3,500. Like that, like that's the trade, right? You pay somebody $300, then they, you know where this money is. And now you can choose to redirect it because you don't want to take the time to do it yourself, which is fine. Is your time worth $300 then? Is your three hours a week worth $300? For me, my time's worth more than $100 an hour. So yeah. (laughs) Are you ready to make that choice? Do you you value the relationship with your wife more than sitting here and doing this budgeting crap? Well, so if I challenge you for that, if you do that three hours a week, it's 12 and let's say 14 hours a month. Could you create $300 with 14 hours worth of work? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I could, but then, then you should pay 300 bucks to somebody else. Oh, to do yeah. The stuff that costs yeah, 300 yeah. bucks, right? That's, a, that's the thing is it's not just the, it's going to cost you. It's the trade-off of the ability. If you're spending three hours a week doing accounting, it's gonna cost you 300 bucks a month. You got 14 hours built in. Could you, you know, can you create $300, 14 hours worth of work? And you're like, yeah, me. Yeah, of course I could. Right. Well then you should not be doing accounting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you should be having someone else who does it for 300 bucks a month. And so that's where, um, so I want to kind of tie this back into an actionable conversation, right? And so we tar- started off in the, in the pathway of, you know, being able to understand there's not a limited amount of money, that there's an ability to go out to create money. I loved your idea with, with like uh, a practical piece with like a, a, a bean jar or a goal or something else to build towards so that there's work built into doing those things. But how would you advise someone to go start the conversation around that? Because it's a big concept. Yeah. So, so for me, I grew up uh, in a family of 11 kids. We had a family meeting every month. It was like a board meeting of a company. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) Um, We went over finances, we went over everything, but I would, I would just call family meeting. Uh, Honestly, just say, Hey, everybody here. Um, This is something that I, 
uh, I want to be held accountable to as well. And, and again, it's going to start with you, but we're going to institute a new family currency. Okay. And I would find whatever you have. I have a family member who uses magnets. One uses beans, one uses little plastic chips. It doesn't matter, but we're going to institute this. And for every one of these chores or, or these things, um, it's worth this much. Now, I'm not going to force any of you, and I would have this be on top of just regular household duties, okay? Like extra stuff that they could do. I'm not going to force any of you to get do any of this. But if you want anything, for, if you want any beans or any money from dad or mom, then you're going to, you can volunteer to do these works and I'll, we'll pay you accordingly. And that way they get the choice to opt in. And once you see two or three siblings who are like making money, from mom and dad and the other ones aren't then this becomes competition it's beautiful um who gets it done first yeah it's, it's a wonderful thing um, but that's what i would do is just have a family meeting and say look this is the currency um this is why we're going to do it um because we want so to teach you mentioned several of your siblings have different uh you know avenues or pieces of what they do it with right sure. so um did that come from your family meeting uh, so we use, we use various things, but I think the one that I remember the most was, um, was a bean jar. We, we just had a bean jar and it, ours, it was specifically around babysitting. So when my mom and dad would leave us with a babysitter, if the babysitter said you were really good, then you got like 10 beans. But if the babysitter said not that he was not good, we had to remind him he didn't do his chores or whatever, then we got five beans taken out. So it was like, you really wanted to be good for the babysitter because um, that was that was something like that's good great. behavior was rewarded and I don't that that's I don't know if that's necessarily the best lesson to be taught but the, the point is that the method of teaching us hey this is currency and then when I went through Boy Scouts at our family meetings it was like hey we need to create the personal finance budget we went over our family finance budget and it's like how are we going to save this much money to, to all go out to dinner. I mean, taking 11 kids plus two parents, that's 13 people you're bringing out to dinner. I don't care if it's Burger King, it's still almost a hundred bucks, right? Like that's a, it's a sizable investment to take your family out to dinner. And so we would all participate in shutting the lights off, running to water less. Like we did everything to save that. And when my dad would show us on the budget, okay, this was the bill, this was the bill. Yep, we saved this much money, then we would get to go do that. The reason I asked is because we talked a lot about legacy and that was theirs. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's, true. Right? it's true. They were very, it, you know, <laughs> so that's an awesome way to tie it back in. And so this is uh, that, that was awesome, Sam. I, I really appreciate it. Um, if people want to find you, where should they go find out more about what you're doing? And also I would encourage them to definitely go listen to our last uh, episode and uh, in our full length episode, because we got into a lot of that stuff pretty deeply. So uh, where should they find it? Where should they reach out to you? Yeah. So samnickerbacher.com. You can go on the, um, connect contact page and there's information there. You can go see my podcast to feel your legacy show. Um, you can listen to it there or you can find it on just about any app. Um, those are two of the probably best. And then you can also go onto uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Sam Knickerbocker is the same all over and message me. Um, I'd love to, to chat. I'm totally willing to spend time with anybody who reaches out uh, free of charge and I don't need any money from the experience. I just like helping and uh, see if I can help you. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you for doing that for the world because that's providing value. And, uh, and, and I think the, taking that first step is about the most important piece of getting control of your finances and getting control of your life and, 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 and changing your legacy. 
right? Yep. So that's one of the things that you can do with those kind of things. So I really appreciate it. Uh, money talkers, this is time for you to take your headphones off, take your earbuds out and go have that money talk with your kids and make sure that, uh, you know, you're taking action with them. Don't let today be another day where you go, oh yeah, I'm going to do it tomorrow. You know, don't, don't be Mr. Manana, right? Don't do it tomorrow. So uh, take the conversation, go have those money talks and go start that impact and just go start that relationship. So again, thank you, Sam. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.